This is the Bible News Prophecy Program, bringing you news and analysis of world events in the light of Bible prophecy. The following program is brought to you by the Continuing Church of God. Greetings, friends. This is Steve Dupuy for the Bible News Prophecy Program with Dr. Bob Teal. Dr. Teal, with the Russia-Ukraine war, with Israel and the entire Mideast in turmoil, and the China-Taiwan tension, are we on the eve of destruction? Yes. Those who believe the Bible realize that Jesus talked about a time called the beginning of sorrows. And many of those sorrows align with the ride of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. And the sorrows have begun. So, yes, we're on the eve of destruction. I saw an article by Michael Snyder titled, What do you call a war with China plus a war with Russia plus a colossal war in the Middle East? And he called it World War III. And one of the things, though, that he mentioned in the articles that I want to bring out was he said that the Chinese said that the Taiwanese election was a choice between war and peace. And they were opposed to somebody uh, winning. And Michael Snyder wrote, if William Lai Ching Tae wins, a Chinese invasion becomes very likely. Well, today it was announced that that man won and will be the next president okay. of Taiwan. According to Michael Snyder, that if China invades Taiwan, U.S. and China will be at war. And then you've also got the Ukrainian situation, which is not going uh, real well for Ukraine. So they've asked the U.S. to provide long-range missiles that could strike inside of Russia. But Russia's former president, uh, Dmitry Medvedev, warned they do something like that. Russia will use nukes. Snyder wrote, at some point in time, someone's going to push things too far and there'll be no going back. Said, wrote, a lot of people out there still have faith that our leaders know exactly what they're doing and they'll be able to keep World War III from erupting. Unfortunately, according to Snyder, the truth mm -hmm. is World War III is already here and soon global events will spiral completely out of control. You know, I would agree with the people, Dr. Teal, that our leaders think they know exactly what they're doing. But are we really already in World War III? No, we are not. Jesus said to expect wars and rumors of war. Let's go to his words, New King James, Matthew 24, starting in verse 6. Jesus said, you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you're not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. So for these types of things, Christians aren't supposed to be troubled. For nations will rise against nations, kingdom against kingdoms. There will be famines, pestilences, and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Well, if all these are just the beginning of sorrows, then we can expect it to get much worse. True or false? True, but there'll be some ups and downs. That said, Jesus continued in verse 9 of Matthew 24 with, and this now talking more about Christians, mm -hmm. then they'll deliver you up to tribulation and kill you. You'll be hated by all nations for my name's sake, and many will be offended and will betray one another and hate one another. Many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. And because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. But those who endure the end will be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the worlds of witness to all the nations, and then the end will come. So these verses show that things will be getting worse for Christians. Are there other verses that confirm that? Yes. For example, Daniel chapter 11, verse 32, we read, Those who do wickedly against the covenant, he, this is European beast power, shall corrupt with flattery, but the people who know their God will be strong and carry out great exploits. And those of the people who understand, it's talking about the Philadelphian Christians, shall instruct many. 
Yet for days they will fall by the sword and flame and by captivity and plundering. So we see the persecuted Philadelphian Christians are going to be giving a witness. That will be kind of like what the late Andy Warhol called their 15 minutes of fame. Meaning when Christians are saying this and instructing many, there'll be media coverage. Along, and that, along with what the faithful church will be doing to proclaim the gospel of the kingdom of God, this will result in nations getting a witness. We can also see this from uh, Mark's account. Mark 13, starting in verse 9, we read, Watch out for yourselves. They're going to deliver you to councils, and you'll be beaten in the synagogues. You'll be brought before rulers and kings for my sake for a testimony, to give a witness to them. And this gospel must first be preached in all the nations. Now, the pastor general of the old Worldwide Church of God said, the, as far as the prophetic order, says, for the great tribulation in World War III, the gospel must be first published in all nations, Mark 13, 10, or uh, preached in all the worlds of witness, Matthew 24, 14. And then the end of the world will come. And in the continuing church of God, by the way, we've gotten our booklet, the gospel of the kingdom of God, translated into over a thousand languages. So the fulfillment of those passages are something all true Philadelphian Christians realize they should support. Now, after the gospel reaches the nations as a sufficient witness to God's satisfaction, there'll be signs for the most faithful to flee and for the great tribulation World War III to begin. So tell me more about those signs for the most faithful Christians to flee. Well, going back to uh, Jesus' word, Matthew 24, this time we'll pick it up in verse 15. Therefore, when you see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet standing in a holy place, let him who reads understand, those in Judea flee. Uh, verse 20, pray that your flight may not be in the winter or on the Sabbath, showing that God's people are still keeping the Sabbath. For then there'll be great tribulation, such as not been since the beginning of the world until this time, no nor ever shall be. Unless those days were shortened, no flesh would be saved, but for the elect's sake, those days will be shortened. And the great tribulation start of basically would be called the start of World War III. Now, Jesus promises physical protection to the Philadelphians in Revelation 3, verses 7 to 13. But not all Christians, as you can read if you go to Revelation uh, 12, uh, 13 to 17. Now, Herbert Armstrong talked about World War III. He says it's mentioned in Matthew 24. He says it starts in verse 21 and verse 22. He says, unless the days are shortened, uh, no flesh will be saved alive. He says it's not talking about spiritual salvation, but saving humanity alive. And he said uh, this great tribulation, he called that nuclear World War III. Then he also said that see various passages in Scripture from Daniel and Matthew that will be warned and ready to be taken to place of refuge or safety from the great tribulation. Then the beast armies will surround Jerusalem. Then he felt the great tribulation would probably start with a nuclear attack on either uh, London or some U.S. and or Canadian cities. And he also said the great tribulation was a time of Jacob's trouble, spoken of in Jeremiah 30, verse 7, because Jacob's name was placed on Joseph's sons, Ephraim and Manasseh, which represent the United States and uh, its British descended allies. And he says when this happens, a third of the people in our nations will, will die. 
by famine and disease, another third from war and our cities being destroyed, and the remaining third will be carried to uh, the land of our enemies as slaves. So we've gone from the beginning of sorrows to Jacob's trouble, which is the start of the Great Tribulation. How does Mr. Armstrong come up with a nuclear attack on Britain and the United States? Because he felt that that would be the way to eliminate uh, the U.S. fairly quickly. Hmm. Now, there are other things that are also going on, by the way. You know, we've got Russia, Middle East, China, terrorism, and all those things are going on. Either Russia or China or Hamas are the powers that are going to actually start World War III. But their in actions are influencing things that could actually start World War III. So what others are being influenced that will actually start World War III? Well, between comments from some U.S. leaders about not defending Europe, the Russia special uh, military operation into Ukraine, Europeans are concerned, so they are increasing their spending on their military, they're propping up their military, they want to be functional outside the United States. Now, the Bible says, however, that the uh, Europeans are also going to make a deal with the Muslim nations or the nations in uh, North Africa and the Middle East, which are turning more and more against the United States and the UK, by the way, because of the Hamas situation. And Bible says that terror is going to be part of that alliance. And again, this alliance is going to come according to uh, Psalm 83. But even though the Europeans will cooperate with those in the Middle East and North Africa for a while, uh, the Bible shows that uh, they will be eliminated as a threat after the United States is eliminated. So once Europe and its alliance finished with World War III, will that finally be the war that ends all wars? Well, you'll also have the situation with the Middle East countries getting knocked out. Maybe that's World War IV. Or per, but then there's another war that's going to happen. You could call it World War IV, World War V. And this is uh, when the beast power is attacked by Russia, China, and other confederated allies, which is around the time of uh, Armageddon. Anyway, the time for all that's getting closer. If God's got a 6,000-year plan, we're getting very close for that plan to be 6,000 years to be up and for the Great Tribulation to begin. Now, World War III itself, by the way, will not come until about three and a half years after a peace deal has been confirmed by one the Bible calls a prince. And he's later called the King of the North in Daniel chapter 11. He's going to be European. The Bible mm -hmm. says he's going to destroy the power of the strongest fortresses in Daniel 1139, which would be the U.S. and his British descended allies. But he's going to proclaim peace and safety beforehand. So that's significant, Dr. Thiel. When we see some sort of peace deal in the Mideast, we'll have about three and a half years before the King of the North destroys the USA. What are some of the characteristics of this King of the North? Daniel chapter 8, verse 25, Old King James. Through his policy, he'll cause craft or deceit to prosper in his hand. He shall magnify himself in his heart and by peace destroy many. He's going to make proclamations of peace, and then sudden destruction will come. You can read that also in First uh, Thessalonians 5. And I've mentioned after he destroys the U.S. and its allies, he'll turn against those in the Middle East and uh, North Africa. And uh, a battle involving Russia and its allies against the final beast power will come over three years later. It'll be called World War V. So 
We're looking at possibly three world wars in a little over a three-year time span. Is the Bible saying for sure this is going to happen? Yes. And reality is there are steps in progress for World War III. What we're seeing is consistent with the words Jesus warned about the beginning of sorrows. But also, I mentioned the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Let's go to Revelation chapter 6 and read verse 3 and 4 about the second horseman. When he opened the second seal, I heard a second living creature saying, Come and see, another horse, fiery red, went out. And it was granted to the one who sat on it to take peace from the earth and that people should kill one another. And there was given him a great sword. And to a degree not seen since World War II, peace has been taken from the earth. But things are going to get much, much worse. People aren't as safe as they seem to think they are. World War III is not yet here, but steps are in progress. Now, ultimately, of course, there is good news. Jesus will return. and God's kingdom will be established and those issues will be gone. Now, according to Jesus, the time of sorrows is not one that should trouble Christians. I want to read something else he said. This is in the book of Luke, chapter 21, starting in verse 34. Jesus said, but take heed to yourself. Now, in Luke 21, he's talking about a lot of these signs to look for. Lest your hearts be weighed down with carousing, drunkenness, to the cares of this life, and that they come upon you unexpectedly. For it will come as a snare on all those who dwell on the face of the whole earth. So other people aren't going to know what's happening. So what does Jesus say his faithful should be doing? Watch therefore and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. To be Philadelphian Christians, support the Philadelphian work and pray that you're counted worthy so you change as you should. And that's what Jesus wants all of his people, his most faithful people, for sure to be doing. Thank you, Dr. Teal. For more interviews with Dr. Teal, in addition to written as well as audio articles, visit our website at BibleNewsProphecy.net. This is Steve Dupuy for the Bible News Prophecy Program. This Bible News Prophecy Program was sponsored by the Continuing Church of God. For more information, including access to our free literature, visit BibleNewsProphecy.net or www.ccog.org.